Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are you today? Uh, it might be afternoon for you or evening, wh- whatever case that it is. I hope your day is going well. Today is actually hump day for most people, Wednesday, midway through the week. First Wednesday of 2021, first day to be able to really take a barometer check over the first, what, five or six days of the month to see where you're at right now for your goals. I'm sure people are feeling energetic around their fitness goals, financial goals, those kind of things. Outside of the the pandemic and all the stuff going on, we're literally sitting down going, well, how can I make 2021 a better year, a year that's effective and be able to move things forward? So if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard to... The audio format of what you normally see on social media of me and my 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 face for radio on different lives and different platforms, but welcome aboard, and I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight of what this podcast is all about. So basically, the podcast was started a couple years ago uh, based on the fact that I was blogging entries to, uh, you know, writing entries to be able to navigate and be able to show what my journey was around weight loss. So I was pushing almost 400 pounds. I needed to lose weight. So I was actually starting to make these little morning entries called coffee talk entries where I would sit down with coffee and I would sit down and I would just kind of navigate through however I was feeling that morning. So if I felt down about myself or I felt you know upset about certain things or if I felt energetic or really good about certain things, I was blogging that. And so somebody once heard me speak and knew that I did the blog entries and, and made the recommendation. Hey, have you ever thought about getting into podcasting? And I'm, I'm like, pod what? Uh, what are you talking about? So I started, I went down to Guitar Center, picked up a microphone, picked up a little converter, brought it back over to my house and I sat down and I said, all right, let me try this thing. You know, I've got a voice for it, I think, and I'm going to go ahead and try to be able to make these into entries. First 20 or 30 episodes started a few, couple years ago was horrible. The audio was really bad. Everything was bad. But in general, uh, people like going there because they like to just hear my voice and hear where I was at with everything. So it's evolved over time, right? So it first started off as a weight loss podcast, but it's evolved into more of a overcoming adversity podcast or a becoming the best version of yourself podcast or a believing in yourself encouragement podcast or whatever. It's a a whole lot of things that you can actually lump in with this podcast where not only am I on a microphone, but we've grown to the point where we've done some interviews with folks to be able to come on board to talk about their story and how they overcame adversity and how they were able to go down the road of being successful and moving things forward in a way that a lot of us are trying to aspire to be. So that's really what's evolved into this podcast. So if you're here, you probably met me or listened to me on whatever social media platform that's out there that we've driven you this way. And so I'm really hoping that you subscribe and you hit this little subscribe button. Possibility, if you really like the podcast, you might become a patron of the show. Uh, there's some details more coming about that. But you know, overall, in general, I love doing this podcast because it's therapeutic for me. It's my ability to be able to sit down and go through my thoughts and what I'm going through and anything like that, and then share those thoughts with you. So that way, it could possibly help you in the endeavors that you're trying to be able to accomplish. So welcome aboard. Thank you so much for being here. And here's to a great 2021, right? Okay, so here's what this podcast, this this one here is all about. So I'll tell you a little bit of a snapshot. I know last 
podcast that I was on, I was off on a couple rants and tangents about really kind of digging in and the landscape of everything going on. This one's not going to be that way, but it is going to be a reflective one. And here's how it's going to be reflective. As many of you know, over the last maybe two months or so, we found out the news that my company was basically resizing the organization, restructuring the organization. And there's probably around 15 to 20 people within the roles that I was in were all uh, either exited from the company or were given the option of being able to take different positions and be able to move a different direction in the company. Well, I wasn't one of the fortunate ones to stay with the company that I've been working with for the last 15 years. So I'll tell you a little story about that. So 15 years ago, when I first started working at that organization and the company that I was in, I basically started off as I, I, I just come out of the Navy a couple of years before that. You know, I was I was kind of finding my way and I was go working for local bars and a bar manager and all kinds of other stuff. And then we moved up to Maine, back back to Maine, I should say. And we moved up there and my wife had a job at a major restaurant chain. And we were doing pretty well with her income, but I knew I needed to find something. And so I started working at a local casino, and then I found a guy that was at the casino. We actually went to a Patriots game together, and he basically said, you should come work for this organization. They're pretty good. they got a good culture, everything about it. You'll get paid well because you get a good people personality. I said, great. Let's go do that. And so I did. I hopped on board. I got away from some of the night shifts and started working as a part-time sales consultant. You know, 15 years into it, I'd been down the ranks of being a sales consultant, moved up into management, moved up into upper management, and then moved into area management, which is the next step up where you were basically servicing multiple locations, business consultant towards people's business, talking about profitability, talk about staffing and all these other things, and really having great conversations to help build the acumen along with the financial abilities of these individuals that own these stores within our organization. So I was in a good place. I felt really good about what I was doing. I was one of the top performers, went to Mexico a couple times on special trips on this podcast. If you go way back, you'll be able to hear a couple of my return back from those trips. But it was very, you know, it was very fruitful for my family and I. It was able to afford the responsibility of me being able to do so. Then in around November, late November timeframe, right before Thanksgiving, we get the word that the company is now going through a restructuring and a reorganization. And they are downsizing and streamlining, which makes total sense in business, guys. This makes 100% sense in business. Outside of any loyalty, outside of anything else, when you make decisions for the business, for the better of the business, to stay profitable and keep things moving forward, it's 100% understood. Some of it might have been because of overall COVID impact, not a lot. A lot of people still need cell phones. A lot of people still need, you know, tablets and modems and things like that or whatever. So, you know, financially, the company was okay, but they needed to make some structural changes towards making faster decisions and being too nimble and be able to work on the fly. Plus, we just brought on a new CEO. Okay, so here's that's the landscape of everything, right? So they come out with the announcement, we're going to do a restructuring, and they basically said, anybody that's in the current roles, which was one of mine, you need to reapply for the step up or another position within the organization. Now, if anybody knows New England, New England is a small little subset right over here, about three or four states. We're off on our own little uh, island, right? It's just kind of where we sit. There's not a lot of room for advancement. There's not a lot of room for growth. So to get to where I was already was already a major accomplishment being there without having to relocate to other parts of the country and go different places. But my family's set here. My son's in school. My wife, she works here. We have a great neighborhood, a great family, a great everything going on. We're healthy. Everything's great. 
and I don't want to lose that. So basically, the choice that I would have had to have made was move somewhere else or exit the company because it was pretty much they went down a different road. They went down a different direction. They hired different people. It's all set, right? It's all good. So here's what I was reflective about. So that's my story. That's the story within the organization. That's where I fell into in November. So November and December were pretty much whirlwinds for me, right? The identity that I've had for the last 15 years that I've poured my heart and my soul into and the amount of time and effort that I put into doing the things that were necessary for me to make not only this company successful, but also myself, right? To be able to continue to drive down that road, continue to do the things that are necessary. And I put 15 years of blood, sweat, and tears into is now gone, is now going to be leaving at the beginning of the year. So my identity started to be lost. I started to think to myself, oh man, you know, this is all I know. I'm not going to be able to make another, get another job that's going to pay me the same kind of money. I'm not going to be able to meet the same types of people or the same contacts that I've had for the last 15 years or grown throughout the years. I'm not going to be able to find anything that's going to be able to have the same type of responsibility or whatever, walking into a brand new company or a brand new organization to be able to do so. So self-doubt started kicking in. All these things started happening. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I, I know that many of you can probably relate to whatever the situation is, whether it's a loss of job or change in whatever momentum and whatever direction you were going in in your life, sometimes those changes are put on hold. A kibosh, a, a slam door is, is, is put on it. And then we're having to be forced to make decisions. We're having to be forced to step back and identify what it is that we have to do and then take inventory on what our strengths are and take inventory on what our weaknesses are and what we have to work on and how we need to present ourselves. You know, to be honest with you, outside organizations, outside of, of the place that I worked at, you, literally, if I go anywhere else, now I'm looked at from an other, another type of lens. If I go in and try to interview for jobs or whatever else, now I've got to reevaluate how I interview and how I present myself and how I do different things. Or I, I even thought to myself, how's my social media following that I've had or the amount of social media work that I've done going to impact any job that I step into? Not that I do anything inappropriate, but they may not like the social media aspect of me being on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and all these other platforms. Speaking of positivity or lifting and encouraging others, who, who knows how that's going to run, right? So my identity was stolen. It literally was thrown on the floor, squashed and stolen. So now here I am sitting at home being formerly the caretaker of the house, the breadwinner, the person that was making enough money for us to be able to live with a single income for a long period of time until recently my wife went back to work part-time. And here I was now with no income going to be coming in after the new year. No way for me to be able to afford the lifestyle that we live or the things that we have to do. So I had to evaluate that part too. What, are, what changes are we going to make? What's the new world look like while I'm trying to transition into the next step in my life? But here's two things I want to share with you guys because all of you have been through it. We've all been through some sort of monumental moment where it's a crossroad moment, whether it's a curveball that's thrown at you because life, we all know, life can be so hard. I mean, literally at the end of the day, life sits in the darkness and sometimes just comes out and smacks you in the face every once in a while. Now, some people are fortunate that they don't have to experience that, but I'd say a majority, 99% of the world, definitely are faced with life decisions all the time. Difficult ones, sad ones, ones that make you upset, ones that make you angry, 
Life doesn't care. Life's going to look at you and say, yeah, I don't really care what your status is. I don't care what your financial status is. I don't care what your level of silver spoon that you've had when you were growing up. I don't really care if you're living in poverty. I don't care if you're living on the streets. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to deal you a deck of cards that you now have to deal with. Now, the real question is, how do you deal with the deck of cards? How do you approach it? How do you look at it? How do you literally step back and say, even though my identity has been the same and I've worked my way up into this company for 15 years, now that's gone. How will I now address it? How will I approach it? How will I attack it? How will I learn from it? I've had multiple conversations with people throughout the whole entire week or last two weeks anyway, because my last day was two days ago that have literally called me or reached out to me to say, I need you to know something, Shane. You made an impact on my organization. You made an impact on my employees. It was a pleasure working with you. You held me accountable. You, you leaned in when you needed to. You had difficult conversations when you needed to. And I appreciate you. And you're meant for greatness. Now, on one hand, it feels incredible when people say that, right? You know you've made some sort of impact on somebody when they reach out to you specifically, when you didn't ask to be reached out to, to say, I will miss you. And you're, you're meant to do great things. Or even more importantly, this is the impact that you had on me as a person. And in the grand scheme of things, no matter what the financial aspect of it looks like, no matter what the job stability looks like, no matter where it's at, the one thing I can always hang my hat on is always going to be that I made a positive impact. I made decisions and I made impacts within my conversations and communication skills that made positive moving impacts on people around me. I can never lose sight of that. That's one thing they'll never be able to take away from me. Ever, 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 no matter what the job title is, no matter what the job is, I will always be in the space that I make positive impacts on people around me. And that's what I'm going to lean in on until the day I'm six feet under. Because that's what I can control. I can't control what corporations do. I can't control what businesses do. And I can't control that whole dynamic of it. When you're working in a corporate world, that is part of the dynamic of working in the corporate world. When you're working for mom and pops, you have a little bit less of that because the mom and pops are a little bit more loyal. And they would look at something like that and say, we want to hold on to this person because they're talented and the fact that they're there. But at the end of the day, I can't control that. So if I can't change what I can't control, then I can change the way that I respond to things, the way I react to things, the way that I come back from certain things. Now, I can easily sit in the space that I was sitting in for the month of December in this depressed, down in the dumps, crying at any whim, any kind of a, saw a sad show or a sad commercial, crying in my tears and doing the things that I had to do. And I can continue moving that, moving forward in that space. I could. I could, I could literally wallow in my sorrows for a long time. You know why? Because it feels comfortable. It feels comfortable to be in that space, to be the victim, to step back and say, oh, man, you know what? They didn't see my talent. They didn't see where I was at with it. They also didn't take into consideration I had so many years invested in their company or whatever else. I could easily, so easily wallow in those sorrows. But I decided 
to do things a little differently. January 4th was my last day with the company, but on January 1st, yeah, I know it's cliche when you talk about new year, new me, new self, but literally in my case, it is because now I have to identify how I'm going to make a comeback here, what it is I'm going to do and how I'm going to respond. I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, we were on a FaceTime call and we were chatting and I said to them, I said, here's the deal. I could easily get into the space, like I just said a minute ago, of being sorrow, sorry for myself, being the victim, and just being mad and angry. Or I could literally look back and say, I'm going to show you what you missed out on. I'm going to show you your decisions, making the decisions that you made, are going to be a driving force for me to step back and say, yep, I'm going to prove you wrong. You thought you made the right decision, but you made the wrong decision. And I'm okay with that sports metaphor, Michael Jordan, any of your top competitors with that edge to him, like Tom Brady being drafted so low, always proving people wrong. You skipped over me. I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, that's where I'm at. And it's not ever, ever, ever too late to do that, ever. I mean, how many of you are out there right now on this podcast listening right now have been in a situation where you've been told you're not good enough? You've been told um, we've been looking for somebody else. I'm sorry the timing is not right. Your situation doesn't allow the flexibility that we need for this job or whatever it is. We've been turned down and told the reasons why we weren't good enough to be able to get to where we wanted to go or be hired by the place that we wanted to be hired or do different things. And that's only one part of it. This could be anything, guys. This could be anything from you wanted to lose 100 pounds and you had people around you like family and friends and whoever else that were not your uplifters, encouragers. Instead, they're your detractors by saying, yeah, you can't do that. You've never been successful at that. How many people doubt you every single day? How many people tell you that you can't accomplish it, even if it's an offhand comment and they're not saying those specific words, but they're not supportive of you and they don't believe that you can get that done? Well, now it's my time, my time to prove them wrong. The other aspect of it is there's no money in podcasting. There's no money in social media. There is, but you have to be a major influencer and you've got to go down the road of doing a lot of really, really amazing things and get in with the right people, which I'm working on. <laughs> but most people, including my wife, will literally step back and go, oh, buddy, you got to go back in the corporate world. You have to go back out there and make some money. You got to pay your bills, which I fully understand. And you are correct, I do. But how can I do it moving forward all the while still continuing to be passionate about the things that I want to be passionate about. Podcasting is a love for me that I can't describe to people. It's therapeutic. It helps me get through tough times. It helps me level set and right set my brain to make sure that I'm running on the right cylinders and doing the right things. It helps remind me that I'm awesome and I'm incredible and I'm worthy of investment and time and energy versus always trying to live for somebody else. Right? Doubters. Doubters literally saying, you can't make money with podcasts, dude. You can't make money with social media influencing, dude. You can't do that stuff. Like seriously, like what, what are you doing? You're posting on TikTok three times a day. You put videos out all the time. You're live every morning with coffee. You're doing all these things for what? And I say to them, doubt me. 
tell me, I know you're trying to be a realist and I know you're trying to be somebody that gets, what's the word I'm looking at, a reason put into the conversation versus living on the high and flighty cloud nine that you might be living on. But if you don't dream it and you don't believe in things that aren't within your grasp right now, there, there are things to be accomplished that you don't currently have right now, but dreams that you have, goals that you want to be able to do, and you don't believe that you can actually get them, then take them off the table. Take them off the table and push them aside. Because I believe I can accomplish whatever I set my mind to, and you should too. Everybody that's on this podcast right now that's listening to me speak into your ears, remember, there are better things for you In the confines of where I was at for 15 straight years, I literally sat down and I was working for the corporate structure. My buddy says, you were working for the man, right? Living within the corporate structure. Now, if I have to go back to that because bills are going to get tight and things like that, I'm okay with that. I get it. But I'm going to do it on my terms. And I'm going to go down the road of going, how do I make this portion of a podcast, of social media, of blogging, of any of this stuff more sustainable for me that I can make money off of and be able to move things forward? Now, here's the thing. When you have people in your corner that truly want to help you, when everything went down this week, knowing that it was my last day, I got sent a link from a friend of mine for some online courses. And what they said to me was, you should monetize life coaching, business coaching, those types of things. You should monetize it and to be in the fact of you already give advice, you already talk to people, you already have conversations with them. Now, why don't you go down the road of training yourself to be a business consultant or a life coach consultant and somebody that can actually give advice to people professionally in a way that makes sense and can help people be successful? And they pay you to do it. So now I'm like, okay, I don't really know about all that. I've always heard kind of skeevy things about multi-level marketing and and uh, life coaching things and whatever else and the sham or whatever. But they sent it over to me and I, I looked at it and I liked what I was seeing. And I said, okay, that's great. It's just going to be for me. It's not going to be, I'm not working for a company. I'm not going to work for multiple people trying to bring multiple people on board to be a coach and you get downlines and uplines and all that stuff like that. It's for me. It's for my development and how I want to do it. So that may be another thing I'm going to get into. So podcasting, social media, coaching, where people pay for services, also audio work. That's another thing I'm thinking about. I love speaking onto a podcast or, or I did a couple recordings for people and literally, it's so fun to me, and I love everything about it. How about reading audiobooks or doing different stuff? So I've got all these different things, options that are endless for me, oysters that I can grab right into. The world is my oyster, and I can go and do it. Here's the thing. I need to stop listening to the naysayers and start listening to the people that actually have a couple dreams in their pocket, a couple hopes in their in their brains to be able to say to me, hey, listen, whatever you set your mind to, we're here for you. We're going to support you no matter what. Those are the type of people I need to surround myself with. So the overall grand scheme and the overall concept of this podcast here is if you're working a job or you're in a situation where you're comfortable, but you're not doing anything that you love to do, you're not exercising your creative mind, 
You're not doing the things that you know you really truly want to do. You're just settling because of whatever reason. Maybe it changes time. Maybe something right now that you need to do to change the path of what your life is taking to give you and afford you the ability to be able to do something that you love to do is here and now. Maybe that's what you need to be faced with. Now, I was a force face with. So literally January 4th, when I lost my job, I sat back and said, okay, you know what? Now I'm forced to be able to make this decision. So trust me, I know it's not easy. And I would have done it 10 years ago if I needed to when I was working for the organization, but I got comfortable. I was in the zone of just doing my job, making money, and keeping my mouth shut and just keep moving forward. But is that really a life to live? I don't know. I guess we'll soon see as I'm navigating all these new spaces. I guess we'll soon see as we're, as we're try- trying to dive into what I want to do with my life. <laughs> I have an idea. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I can help people. I love the fact that we can really be in a space where I can assist others to be in the best version of themselves as well. I also love the fact that now it's another one of those chapters and moments in my life that I can use as a, as a reference. It's my encyclopedia. It's my chapter of my book. That 15-year chapter was a large chapter nonetheless, but it was still a chapter. It's still books and chapters within my lifetime that I learned from, I grew from, I gained fo- uh, friends from, I gained family from. I've made connections from all these different things are all part of my chapter. That chapter is now closed. And now I have another chapter with a blank slate on it. I have another chapter that has a page that I need to start writing on. Maybe that's what you need as well. Use the new year of doing something different and something new. And even if you have to do it within the confines of a job or a relationship or whatever that you have, do something today that's going to get that creative mind going. Do something today that's going to help you to get to where you want to be and achieve some of the things that you truly are passionate about in your life. If you love volunteering, go volunteer. If you love giving back, go give back. If you love assisting, go assist. Whatever it is that you find your passion with and do what you love to do, at least incorporate some of that so you can feel fulfilled in your life and you're not just grinding and going down the road of knowing that you're punching the clock and continuing to just move forward. Being the best version of you comes in many different forms. This is another way to become the best version of you. Do something that matters. Do something that means something to you. I talked to somebody this morning on a live. She was telling me she's thinking about knitting uh, because she does a lot of knitting and and she uh, does quilts and those kind of things. And then she was telling me a little bit about podcasts. She sent a couple friends my way to the podcast and it was so, I loved every minute of it. But what I told her on the live was, okay, I want to see you doing knitting then. Go for it. It's what you love to do. So if you've got time to do what you love to do, then do it. Don't hesitate. Don't hem. Don't haw. Go make it happen. Do it. Because people then want to see you doing something that you love to do because then it might inspire them to do something that they love to do. And then we're talking about the ripples. We're talking about the rocks in the water. We're talking about the creating waves, the positive momentum, all those things. We know it. We've talked about it on this podcast 100,000 times. Our actions matter. The things that we care about matter. The problem is 
we don't rise those things to the top. The things that we're passionate about, we squelch them and push them down because that whole realistic mindset of, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's it's a pie in the sky. It's a dream. Don't worry about you know that right now. Maybe one day or whatever. All those things that we self-doubt and we break ourselves down with, you need to start to lift that up and start to rise that to the top of your list of things to accomplish because you're then going to get to a place where you get older and you're going to then regret never doing those things. You're going to then regret that your legs can't take you to where it wanted to take you at one time. You're going to regret the fact that maybe financially you can't get to where you needed to get to. Are you going to regret the fact that all these different things that you wanted to be able to do to invest in you and be in a good spot and do what you love to do are now going to be going off to the wayside because you then will live in regret when you're older because now you're going to be going, why didn't I do that? And now I don't have time to do so or the resources or the facilities to do it. I hope that that makes sense. Because my reflection has really been high this last week and a half, two weeks, but it's been a good high. It's been a good amount of reflection. It's not a wallowing in sorrows. It's a prove them wrong. It's not a I'm a victim. It's a now's my chance. It's not a the chapter is closed and I'm not going to really learn from it. No, I'm going to take everything that I learned from that chapter and move it towards this blank page that I'm about to walk into. That's pretty exciting. I've been forced to do that, but maybe that's time that you look at where you're at and maybe make some changes and moves to be able to make that happen yourself. I don't know. Maybe it is that time. Okay. All right, guys. Well, listen, that's the podcast for today. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate every bit of support that you give me on my lives, on everywhere, on on podcasts, on every every different platform that I'm on. Keep spreading the word about the podcast for me. I want to get more listeners in here to be able to listen to what I have to say or the things that I'm trying to be able to work with, the kindness just because movement, all the different things that I'm trying to be able to do. I'm part of another community called Love uh, the Love Community, all this different stuff that I'm trying to work on to continue to generate. I do have a merchandise store if you guys want to. You guys know how to get to it, but also if you you want to become a patron of the show, do me a favor, go to www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk right after the, on the back end of it, all one word. And you can go into there to become a patron of three different levels to be there or make a one-time donation and also win, get some tchotchkes from becoming a patron, get some added benefits, those kind of things. It really helps us to continue to move forward. Plus another source of income maybe for me to be able to help me move forward as well. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much for being my, my, Hip Pocket friends and family, and we'll talk soon, okay? Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.